0: It's a good show! Yacht Rock, Yacht and Yacht, Volume 61. You wrote them in. You said, is this a Yacht Rock song? We're going to say it's Yacht or it's a Yacht, because it's up to us, because we're special. I'm JD e. Riznar.
1: I'm Hollywood Steve. I'm Dave. Hunter.
0: All right, Hunter wrote this song in. It's Gary Wright's Close to You off the Right Place album.
2: Uh, yeah, so way back when, I think I said that heading home, uh, the heading home Gary, right, was the Yacht Rock Gary because he was hanging out of boats, taking G's off of words, and uh, getting Mike Donald on his background vocals. Uh, but really giving it another listen, eh? Not really. Uh, Gary has a weird sound. He won't completely kill those space sounds. It just it just keeps showing up, those synths, the pew, stuff like that. So, uh,. You know he's gonna need a permission slip to get on the boat, I think. And with that said, I think uh, his yattiest stuff is on the album, the album after "Heading Home," uh, when he goes to Space Egypt. Uh, if you if you know the album cover, you would get that. Um, called "The Right Place," which is Space Egypt uh, from 1981. Uh, I mean, the opening is is pretty much a rocket launch into a pretty yachty song called "Heartbeat." It's weird. Um, this one though is uh, probably the slam dunkiest of the bunch. It's uh, close to you and it gets a ton of help from Lenny Castro on percussion. Ooh. Uh, that's important. Yeah, it's got this little bouncy little open that uh, that appears throughout the song. It's got a Caribbean flavor uh, without going too wacky coconut. Uh, it keeps it smooth despite his uh, those weary vocals that he has. It's got goodiano. Uh, it's got a, a bit of York, York sax coming up. it um, take place with ripping guitar because it's the 80s. Um, but, the, you know, those guitar flourishes throughout this. Are, uh, reminds you, you haven't forgotten that to, to put a little guitar in the Yacht Rock. Um, and this is, honestly, it's his least spacey of any of his songs. There's hardly any space on here.
0: It's almost like a spaceship saw like, a nice Caribbean style planet. It's like, let's go down yeah, there and take maybe, a uh, break.
2: Went, went in for a little, little dock. Yeah, and he right. had some sex with some
0: six boobed blue women.
2: Yeah. And uh, yeah, and uh, the next song, he really goes right back into the space stuff. Uh, so, some more personnel. We have Loggins bassist uh, George Sugarfoot Hawkins and drummer Tristan Bowden, uh, Dean Parks on sax and guitar, and David Pack on back I thought that was a lady. Turns out it's David Pack. Uh, huh. um, the packets. So it wasn't a. Uh, it wasn't a, a six boob lady. It was just David Pack. <laughs> it was David and his pack. Uh, so really, uh, you know, this is it. If this isn't making on the boat, I'm afraid when it comes to uh, yacht rock, he's Gary Ron. <laughs>
0: I'll put, say this, you guys. I'll put this nicely on a boat. I'll put this. I'll give this yeah. a seventy-eight.
2: Well, I wouldn't go that high, but I'd go sixty-three.
1: I don't
0: know why you wouldn't go that high, but don't worry about it. I don't want any saxophone. Saxophone is not disqualifying. It's I know, but I qualifying. don't like it. And there's still okay.
2: space sounds. Wait, and where? Wait, hold you? on. Where's there a space sound? I just heard you say space sounds a lot.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> this one doesn't have any.
2: <laughs> Has none. Uh, did, well, let me let me get to what I'm really curious about. Is that a typo? or Are you trying to make Iano stick? I'm just lazy. <laughs> yeah,
0: no. Hunter, Hunter always takes our terms to the next level. Yeah,
2: dropping the P.
1: Steve, what do you think?
2: <laughs> as you do, I'll
1: I'll uh, I'll, I'll put it over. I'll, uh, this is the Outer Volume sixty one. I'll give it a sixty one. You know how to kick things off. Science.
2: <laughs> Science. I was really hoping you were going to say Outer sixty one. I'll give it a fifty eight. <laughs> <laughs> I considered that too. Uh, Yeah, uh, I'll give this. I don't think it's a super-duper, but I'll give this a uh, mid-60. I'll give it a 64. JD, thank you for giving such a high rating. Uh, 66.5. That's Yacht Rock.
0: That's Welcome to the Boat Gary Wright. Corey Snyder wrote this one in Love Takes Time by Orleans. So, yeah, this
1: is one of one of Orleans' three big hits. It's probably... <laughs> you know the other ones. You know yeah, other I ones. know. I just don't think big hits and Orleans go together. <laughs> like It's not natural. Two just of these three we were top tens, and this was just outside the top ten. They're, they're hits. That's when I think big... of big hits by
2: Orleans, I think of only one, and it's the album cover I know we can all picture. Yes. It ain't so, Space Egypt. <laughs> no, it ain't. <laughs> But so they're also dropping oh, tea on there, though. Yeah, they all found a nice place to dock. Make them blue
0: and give them eight dicks, and they're on that planet gear right took a break on.
2: Sorry, Steve. Go for it. Blue is,
0: Orleans. Okay, go ahead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were all more like blowing Orleans. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is the third of Orleans' three big hits. <laughs> Third, this is this is uh, we all know it. This is from 1979. It was from their fifth album, Forever. Uh, It was the follow-up to the big pop breakthrough from three years earlier that had the other two hits, "Still the One" and "Dance with Me." Uh, This was performed without lead singer John Hall, who had already left the band for a solo Ah. career. Uh, I I, I looked up how they got the name Orleans because they don't sound anything like Blue Orleans. They're from Woodstock, New York, but they started out playing New Orleans-style R&D. So they named themselves Orleans. That's not how it
2: happened. It was good that they were playing New Orleans-style uh, soul in, in Woodstock, because no one knew what the hell that meant, so they could get away with lying.
1: So the big, the, big, the big issue here is it's a self-contained band. We always have the problem, like, you know, there's no personnel, obviously, because they're playing it all themselves. Can we judge the composition by itself, and does is that enough to put it over the top? On you know, is, maybe if other musicians played this composition, it would be more firmly on the boat. They would have put in the touches more.
2: But yeah, usually you have to look at writer or producer to find a a good yacht influence.
0: I mean, honestly, sometimes personnel doesn't matter. I mean, Pablo Cruz can put together a nice yacht rock song without anybody helping out. That's true. Yeah. Um,
2: Although they did have help.
0: Like they they do a lot. They do. Yeah.
1: They don't have quite the same chops as as the session pros, but like they're they're doing it. They're yeah. doing it correctly.
2: I want to see the bottom half of that album cover, Dave.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> um. Everybody thinks it's yacht rock. I don't know if there's any yacht rock songs on there, but this song I think is on the boat think so wow i think it is i think it's pretty strong in the boat i mean it feels very i definitely hear it and if
2: i heard this at a yacht rock party i'd be like all right which which yacht rock party hosted by who Okay, if I heard Yacht Rock Review play this, I'd think, okay, guys. No, that's not their perfect... favorite. If Brody Jenner played this, I'd is. be freaking the fuck I... out.
0: I'd do a cannonball. I'd do a cannonball right in the pool. I'd try to splash him a little bit just to get his attention, so I'd give him
2: a thumbs up. I'd do a jackknife, but I have a little more style. Um, I'd hang out and recreate the bottom half of that album cover. i <laughs> will give this a 70.
0: Ooh, No, fuck it. 78.
2: Jesus. Wow. Listen to this. Generous J.D. Risnar. Two 78s in a row.
0: Oh, really? 79 then. I don't want
1: to be too... No. Is that because it's from 1979? Yeah. Oh, okay. 65. I'll
2: give it a 59.
1: Man, where where am I putting this? Where am I putting this? Where am I putting this? Right in the blue Orleans. 66. It's smooth and it's
0: rocking. It brings up the Yacht Rock party a little bit after too much Steely
1: Dan. I'd hey, be glad uh,
2: to hear that on a Yacht Rock playlist.
1: Should, should we? Should be Yachtski still the one while we're at it? Since
2: Well, here, I'll give you a number yeah. first. It's okay. 67.25. That's Yacht.
0: Next one written in by Hollywood Steve. One hey. of their
2: other three. Hits. Hey, should be
1: should be Yatsky uh, still the one? I mean, it's not as close as that one, but it's still like an iconic soft rock song. And, 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 and he Dance writes with me doesn't really come close. He writes it's Yacht. not as close as their
0: song "Love Takes Time." It's from '76, but it's iconic soft rock.
2: Who wrote that? Hollywood Steve didn't sound like him. Um, Listen, I just want to say that this is where Logans. Oh, matches. this is this is when Twitter still at the character limit. Yeah. I want to say this is where Loggins was heading before Jazz and Docking with McDonald took over.
0: Yeah, this is very, like, mama can't dance. Um,
1: Yeah, it's very countrified. Yeah, it's got that kind of boogie underpinning. This is probably on
0: many, many, many Yacht Rock playlists. Yank it the fuck off.
2: (laughs) I'm I'm giving this a 39. Quick score. Uh, 26.
1: I can't go any higher than 40. I'm going to
2: go 40. Sets that, that guitar, Oh, No, it's all wrong.
1: I go 20. That
0: guitar is actually my, the yachtiest part. It sounds like a Steely Dan thing. But,
2: yeah, early. This yeah. is like a 1976 acceptable. But everything else wrong.
1: 31.25. That is Meat Yacht
0: Rock. Next song, written in by Leonard Pierce. At Leonard Pierce. He writes, Can I get a ruling on Nicolay Larson's Isn't it always love? It's probably just early pop country But there's some yacht
1: If you ever seen a picture of Leonard Pierce? He looks like he would talk exactly like that Or if you ever watch Disney cartoons That they don't show anymore for certain reasons (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: how my uncle Is that the boss? That's how my uncle Philip O'Toole talks It's an impression of my uncle Philip O'Toole Who I've made up to sound less He's also racist. not
2: allowed to go to Disney anymore. Um, this Different is from, reasons. <laughs> this
0: is from Nicolette Larson's 79 album, "In the Nick of Time," and the song was written by Carla Bonoff, and it's actually a cover of Carla's track, which appeared on her debut album in 1977. Both may be boatworthy, but this one may be more so. It's produced by Ted Templeman, covered in uh, who is still covered in that "What a Fool Believes" glaze of glory. He also takes on uh, the percussion duties in this, Ted Templeman does. Bob Glaub on bass, Victor Feldman on marimba, and Bobby LaKine on congas. A lot of percussion, quote-unquote percussion on here. Hmm. There's a lineup of uh, musicians you might see on a Steely Dan track. Yes, it is. Yeah,
2: very much so. Um, good, uh, Dave. E-ano. yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, don't hate it. Uh, I dig it uh, Could uh, could use a guitar solo Especially with this being 1979 uh, Before the 80s and getting replaced by the sax Doesn't have it Don't hate it though um, I'm digging this I will give this a 63 That's funny because
0: the number that was in my head Was 62 Huh, we're really getting boring
2: Yeah, or we've we just been hanging out too long Maybe we should take a break.
1: I <laughs> uh, give this a uh, sixty-eight. The number in my head was sixty-five. We're 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 pretty we're pretty solid here, guys.
2: Well, the uh, number on my computer screen is sixty-four point five.
1: We were all wrong. Huh.
0: We were all wrong. That's yacht. All right, uh, Flip Underhill wrote this one in. Doobie Brothers, How Did the Fool Survive? This must be the Ted Templeman Producing Corner, because here's another one. Uh, From 1978's Minute by Minute, the album that is home of What a Fool Believes. This is written by Michael McDonald and Carol Bayer Sager. Nicey piano on here, but it's played by Lester Abrams, not Mr. McDow. This is uh, one of those unusual Michael McDonald songs that I just love. It's kind of a weird structure, and it's an interesting take on music.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's...
0: But do I love it for the boat? It almost
2: feels like it was made by someone who wasn't a fan of music, but somehow it works. Hmm. You know what I found out? Ted Templeman produced the Doobies' first album. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought that he would have stretched all the way back to the first album, because that was like in the 60s, right? Yeah, you know, when we were making the series, I thought Ted Templeman was a very
0: important rock producer. I had no idea that he wasn't. He was just the Doobies producer <laughs> who, like, happened to be producing and albums when le- Michael McDonald came around and, like, introduced this incredible sound.
2: Yeah, he just, he, he like everybody, just ran into McDonald's. Uh, but what, yeah, wasn't this on the Cop Rock episode of Yacht Rock? Wasn't that this one? <laughs> yeah, when everybody started singing in unison. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. In, oh, yeah, In yeah. court. <laughs> in Doobie court. <laughs> yeah. Everybody judging Loggins. <laughs> Guilty of not being smooth. Uh fucking Steve, what do you think about this song?
1: Fucking Steve, what do you think? <laughs> fucking Why would you okay, so what why would you not think this is
2: a Yacht Rock song? No one said it.
1: No I one never said, said that. it was I just I like to like, ask the
2: question, he's being provocative. I, yeah, I
0: like to be provocative and give some tension. This is a yacht rock song. Yeah,
2: I put it uh firmly on the boat at seventy-one. Seventy-three. I, had, I thought we were talking conspiracy for a second. I'm
0: gonna give it a 61.
2: I don't like the background uh, chorus sing along, but probably just because I thought that was a really lame part of the series. <laughs> um, but uh, I just want to go over it's, these. It's McDonald. Right. He's he's singing and playing, and it sounds fucking yachty as fuck. You were 61. Steve is 73. Dave is a 71, and I am a handsome fella. Thank you. Uh, and I'm going to give this a 64. You said 64? 64. I think it's one below a 65. That's <laughs> how I'm judging this one. Uh, <laughs> I'll go one below 65. Uh, Hunter, you do the math. 67.25. It, you know, it still had a little bit of the, a little too much of that old doobie boogie woogie.
0: Yeah, thing. yeah That's the kind of my problem with it. I think This one written by Yacht. Clifton Stone at Unicorn Tadpole uh, He says you could you, you throw listen fly fly. Just want you by Charlie door against the scale. Thanks and Godspeed see, Clifton cafeteria stone using his old patreon fly nickname fly. like a champ uh, Yeah, so the song is called listen with an exclamation point point. Just want you in parentheses, but Charlie Door, Steve. What do you think about this? Oh, yeah,
1: she's 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 an interesting like minor. Oh, oh it's a rocker. she. I knew oh. yeah. Charlie's a she. Uh, she was from Middlesex, England. Wow. Oh. <laughs> she had a pretty <laughs> Middlesex. I'm, I'm from Top Sex myself.
0: Uh, I like to get up there. I'm a, I'm a power Middlesex. Middlesex <laughs> <laughs> middle is that guy in the center of the yeah. Orleans album. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, also known as
2: Lucky Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the guy in the gatefold. Yeah, when you... Sorry,
0: those were super immature. Talk back about Middlesex, England. To back yeah, we're
2: on our we're on our uh, third third Middlesex one. Middlesex,
0: England row. is a very serious town, and Steve has a very serious. See, I, think I think it's, it's a, a county,
2: county or some <laughs> um, I'm aware of their villages and farms. It's such a serious town. It's a county. I'm supposed to
0: read the Eugenie's novel. You, Jeffrey Eugenens, he wrote one called Middlesex. Go ahead, Steve.
1: Our literary references are lost on these, two,
0: Especially because I never remember what authors' names are.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Me either.
1: But I guess I never really knew. I was an English major, and I've never read it. I've never read a ton
2: of things, having been an English major. Well, there's a lot of things out there. There's a
1: lot of things, though, yeah.
2: You've never read my manifesto.
1: No. I mean, you haven't killed anybody yet that I know of, so... You know of. Gotta read the manifesto.
2: Okay, continue. Yeah, so
1: Charlie, Charlie, she had a, a countrified kind of soft rock hit. I think it was her only her only hit. Uh, it was in 1979. It was called Pilot of the Airwaves. It hit number 13. It was one of those, like, songs of the air that was chilling for radio play by sucking up the DJs about how wonderful and life-changing they are, yada yada. This one is from her second album, 1981's Listen! At the exclamation point again. Uh, it's got some of Toto on it. has got Mike and Jeff Porcaro uh, and Steve Lukather. There's also uh, two Maxis guys, Jay Gruska on backing vocals and Ooh. Robbie Buchanan on keyboards. And you've also got Lenny Castro and Victor Coleman on percussion. Yeah. Lucas smoking it. Yeah, this is the first time this song hasn't been boring. I love this guy. Man. Uh, Charlie wrote a good chunk of her own material, including this one. Uh, there's a lot of Joni Mitchell in her vocal delivery. hmm and I think the groove on this—it's it, not like a complex Prokaro groove. It kind of reminds me a little of Fleetwood Mac's Dreams. Yeah. I hate those synths. Oh, this part. Yeah, that's some—that's some uh, Mister some oh, Mister
2: synths. Well, I was gonna say those are space synths. Yeah. Right there, they she stole. And the other thing is Gary just, space th- This
0: song is called Listen, real loud, but they're going
2: listen, listen as quiet as they can. Stupid. I think they recorded it and realized how fucking dull and quiet it was, so they needed to pep it up with a, <laughs> with a spicy title. Nailed it. I, I, I'm you know, i surprised uh, old Jeffrey Jeff is. Uh... Oh, no, you're talking to the microphone. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm, just like, I'm pointing to the microphone in his
0: mouth. He's like, oh, I got food. Oh.
2: I got a mouth full of boogers? What's going on? <laughs> look, look, look like you pointed at your nose, and then your mustache. Yeah, I'm not
0: very good at pantomime.
2: Uh, so, you, <laughs> do you doing the? I'm trying to stop Boss Hog from sneezing. <laughs> 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 um, I don't hear Jeff Fricaro playing the drums on this song. Did you hear that? It's yeah, that was just, a
1: very simple fill, right it, there.
2: It is. There he is, either it's, phoning it it's in. It's or, probably his
0: fourteenth session of the day.
2: Yeah, it's not it's not good. There's a lot of negatives on there, especially those synths. So thirty-two. I think it's Yachty, but in the fifties, so I'll go fifty-seven. I I really don't like those synths. I'm giving it a forty-eight. I think the 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 key influences here
1: are just too, like I hear too much Joni Mitchell and Fleetwood Mac to put it on the boat for me. I'm gonna go forty-two.
2: That uh, guitar solo though was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yes, spot on. That was that would have that would have taken it up to a sixty if it could have kept that, sustained that.
0: I love that Steve Lugather went from a baby face in his glory days to old rugged pirate. Now I love when rockers get that pirate look, and he wears it well.
2: Like uh, Billy Squire.
0: I'm Billy Squire.
2: Yeah. Inside joke. (laughs) It's good for our audience. (laughs) Forty four point seven five. That's
0: me yacht. David Kellett wrote this one in, easy for you to say, by Linda Ronstadt. Linda Ronstadt. I think she, she gets seasick, Linda Ronstadt, because she hangs out on the dock, but she never gets on the boat. Maybe she does here?
1: Uh, she, she's a very important proto-yacht figure, but a lot of that influence comes from her doing... It's like it's still soulful, but it's very mellowed out versions of like simple roots music type stuff like early rock and roll, old r and b, country and folk, like all that kind of stuff. It's, it's it's kind of the sound of
2: baby boomers getting old and settling down. With what you just said, I want to make my next point, and I maybe I don't know if I would consider a proto yacht. She always seemed to be an honorary eagle. To me, yeah. wasn't the, weren't the Eagles her backing band? Yeah, they were Her Toto, basically. Yeah, and so that's like a way different stream, of which where we're swimming. You know what I mean? And so uh, I don't know. So hey, maybe the Eagles were actually the uh, uh, honorary Ron stats.
0: Maybe, but uh, <laughs> yeah, since they yeah. since they were, I the, know. Tell me about it, that's Wizard not fair. Of,
2: like the the bosses were the. Um, the Eagles
0: aren't on this one though. We got Bob Glob on bass, Russell Kunkel.
2: On drums, two Uncle two Uncle kind of, of more eagles you guys.
0: Yeah, uh, electric guitar. Uh, some guys in Wadi Wachtel. Mm-hmm. Uh, electric piano by uh, a guy named Bill Payne. I don't know who he is, but
1: that is E piano on there.
2: Bill Payne, the um,
1: Southern Yacht guy from Southern, no, yeah, right, Southern right. Yacht.
2: He was um, from uh, what's their, what's their uh, the the little feet. feet. It's this drum beat that's killing it. This drum beat destroying it. Also, mm-hmm. Bill Plain played a lot with the Doobies, but like a lot of their McDonald fried Southern stuff. That heavy, that heavy snare on the
1: twos and fours. I don't know. <laughs> it's really um. Eh. Uh, the song was written by Jimmy Webb, who I think we've.
2: I don't know. I can't remember. if We put any Jimmy Webb songs on the boat. I think we we, had, did, we, we had, at least flirted with it before. Yeah, we flirted on Southern Yacht. He he was um. Arthur Park
1: yeah MacArthur Park um, by the time I get to Phoenix he was working on um, another big one he in was there. working
2: a little bit with Loggins. he never really jumped Kenny or Dave probably both yeah. to be honest uh, he might be pop bottle he, I think we know who pop bottle is I think was, it's, I think it's Kenny yeah so far uh, so far Jimmy Webb's been rejected. Uh,
1: so yeah, this is from the Get Closer album from 1982, so the time is right at least, but I don't know if the sound but, quite is. But when it's 82, now I like to think, oh, let's compare it to the other yacht stuff
0: going on at the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, 82 is about when all the veteran singers who are looking to reinvent their sound for the 80s would get with the uh, the Yacht Rock studio personnel. Yeah. Uh, it's, is...
2: The way she's singing is just so... Eagles slow yeah, and drawn it's, out. It's boring, like the Eagles. Yeah, it's like, uh, like America.
0: But I'll give this. I'll give it a, like a thirty-nine. I won't. I won't rate it super low.
2: Eh.
0: Every like, if the if the drum beat was more complex, it might even make it on the boat.
2: If mm. if sh- she needs to be hanging Smini. out with some cooler dudes, yeah. yeah. And then, and then she has the potential for sure. Was yeah, she cool. dating Jerry Brown
1: around this time? I think she uh
2: No, not in, not she in the was, 80s. She was, was the dating George
1: Lucas around this time.
2: Well, that guy looks like a tadpole. That'll suck the fun out of you.
0: She sucked the fun out of George Lucas. Can you imagine that? Oh,
2: God. It's like Natalie Merchant and Paul Simon. Were they together?
0: Uh, yeah. No, that was Edie Brickell. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <And Natalie laughs> Edie Brickell, Natalie Merchant, same thing.
1: Whatever. 30.
2: 38 Yeah, I'll give, give it a I'll give it a 37 We're all right around there and Cover the bingo board Oh, George, you know what your new movie needs? Muppets
0: <laughs> Oh, okay
2: Fuck D- you, Linda we Are you talking okay. about Howard the Duck?
0: I'm Jason Gibner's impersonation No, that one worked George Lucas oh, Okay, Linda yeah. Listen to Blast Points for Jason's impressions. It's just like this It's really funny Blastpoints.com
2: and uh West this Boys is <laughs> this is a 36 that is yacht yacht rock
0: was it yacht or was it the yacht we didn't know but we found out jd Hunter, to steve david said and found where it landed on the Yatsky scam. Send your Yacht and Yacht questions via Twitter at Yacht Rock, hashtag Yacht and Yacht. Tell me where you heard it passed off as Yacht Rock. I'm curious. A hashtag is required. Go to YachtOnYacht.com to look at the yacht scale. Thanks to Webmeister Patrick College at Hand Globs. Find the certified yacht playlist by following J.D. Rizzo on Spotify. It's archived by Samuel J. Hill at S. Hill the Voice. The playlist is also archived on YouTube by Matt Burke. Follow him on Twitter at Wingnoit. Follow Beyond Yacht Rock on Instagram. Like Yacht Rock on Facebook. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Go to YachtRock.com for a useful experience. Theme and bumpers by Ocean City Defender. Thanks to producer Matt Brousseau.
1: You're cool.